0: If you have dreams, don't sit down on the couch. Find a way to achieve them. Like me doing this podcast right here. I thought about it for a while and I said, you know what? Why not? We don't have to be professional athletes or radio personnel to do what we want. Find a way and do it yourself. Start from the bottom and do it yourself. And I'm looking at it like this. I'm providing a fan perspective. I'm interviewing people and I love it. I mean, I just love it. This is something that I want to do and I'm doing it because the only other thing for me to do is not do it. And what do you gain from not trying? Nothing at all. All right, and welcome to the section. I'm your host, Anthony Furman, and let's get right into it. First of all, I'd like to thank all 226 of my subscribers thus far. We are currently airing on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So we'll be expanding in the near future, but I appreciate those that have been tuning in and been checking me out. I've been getting some feedback um, about my episodes in my message box, and I definitely appreciate that. Um, If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. If it's your first time listening, I'm just going to let you know straight up, it's Uncut, unapologetic, and I, I talk that talk. I say whatever's on my mind. You know, I'll be having guests coming in and out, um, giving their opinion, and I will be airing uh, the opinions of some of my uh, listeners and discussing just different, different things about sports, from the business world to the athlete to the love of the game where there's basketball, football, baseball, hockey, soccer, you name it. We're going to get into it. So um, just to begin in the beginning, I've been focusing on just talking about basketball, you know, with the last dance coming out and Michael Jordan. You know, me and me being a, a basketball fanatic. Um, it's only right that I, I just start talking about Jordan and the Jordan era. Um, so we're currently on episode seven and eight of Michael Jordan and Chicago Bulls cocaine circus around the world during the late 90s, excuse me, the early 90s. Well, I shouldn't say the cocaine circus, but it's just it's just comedy to me, the way that they put it out there like that. Even Jordan had to laugh about it like, oh, man, but he really wouldn't, wouldn't want to say it. he would, He really didn't say it. But yeah it was a lot going on but let me just stay on the subject and get into like episodes seven and eight um but overall it's been a great great series I mean we are learning so much about Michael Jordan just so much I mean I really didn't respect the guy growing up on the basketball court really not even off the court because I mean I'm just grew up a biased Laker fan I mean what more can I say about that? I mean, those are the Bulls. We're the Lakers. Die hard and rivals, you know, but Michael Jordan, he paid his dues and he dominated. Um, and so going into episodes seven and eight, we got to see the emotional side of Michael Jordan. And, you know, he lost his father and um, just his father was by his side throughout his entire professional career and childhood, you know, he was at, that ear, that bug in his ear, said, you can do it, Mike. His motivation, motivating factor, along with his his mother and his brothers. But his father, he, he, he was right there for him, you know, just every step of the way, you know, to the point where Mike, sit back, let me speak to the media for you, you know, but as a fan and for other players throughout the league, they didn't, at least this is my opinion, they didn't really understand what Michael Jordan was going through being that big. I mean, just becoming the greatest athlete of all time and what he had to endure, you know, just being a professional in the way that he carried himself day in and day night, day, day I mean, excuse me, night in and night out, you know, on and off the court. Um, just a lot of talk about Michael Jordan being very hard on his teammates, you know, that he wasn't a nice guy, practice was brutal, you know, the talk about there was talk about scott burrell you know how he would just take it i mean jordan called him a bitch he called him a hoe you know he called him all kind of words other players said he wasn't gonna call me that shit because we have started fighting well maybe that's what jordan wanted you to do he wanted you to fight back stand up for yourself because he knew come playoff time you got to be ready for the new york knicks the indiana pacers these type of teams that are going to knock you on the ground the detroit pistons that are even going to punch you in the face if necessary, you gotta be tough. And the image off the court of Jordan was he was just a nice guy, nice to the media and everyone else. But it takes a certain type of it takes a certain type of individual to be a champion. And what I mean by champion is the great champions like the Jordans, the Colbys, the Magics, the Birds, the Russells. You just gotta be different. You just gotta be a dog. In a sense, you have to be tough on your teammates. And that's like one of the parallels I see with Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. Whereas with Kobe, on and off the court, the image of Kobe was he's too, he's too strict. He's hard on his teammates. We don't get along with Kobe. But you got to understand, and just like Jordan, you got to understand, before these great athletes started winning these championships, there was that journey that they had to go through. Take Jordan, for instance. He didn't win his first championship till I believe, his seventh year in the NBA. He set out his second year, most most of his second year because of an injury, okay? Still, he fought back and was so determined to not let that injury end his career. He worked hard on, during the season and off the season, just, just to get back into shape and get it get his body right you know people don't understand what what players like jordan had to go through you know it was very difficult losing in and out to the celtics the pistons you know it, it's a journey i mean it was just a straight battle you have players being traded new players coming in and out learning the system um just personnel changes in general he had to endure that so when you start getting to that level of winning championships And you have new players coming in and they're like, Jordan's hard. Well, you got to understand his journey because you weren't there with him when he was in the gym, practicing, going over plays while you were probably still in college. He went through that. Same thing with Kobe. You can also say Shaq, too. They were hard. They were hard on each other, but they figured out how to work it out and win. They might not have got along, but they figured out how to win. And those are those parallels that those great players had. The images of them during practice weren't so great, but in the media, except for Kobe, they were loved. And you just have to be that dog in a sense, just to to be great. So you're gonna have to step on people's feet, like Will Perdue. Or even try to piss off a of Scott Burrell or get into Bill Cartwright's face, even though he's seven foot tall, just to see where they're at mentally. Because come playoff time, you don't want to lose, you want to win. And um, people got to understand that about these great players. You know, a guy like Jordan, he rubbed off on other players, especially Scotty Pippen. And what was something that I just, I just laughed about, about, but it was just so intense and just great the way that Tony Kukoc was introduced to Michael Jordan and Scottie Pimpin during the Olympics. I mean, these two brothers said, let me or Scotty guard him because they knew that Kukoc was coming to the Bulls and that was little Shorty's uh, guy and Pippen wanted his money. Pippa wasn't getting paid. So it's like, okay, I see you trying to replace me with this guy. We're going to bring it to him. And they did deed him up, embarrassed him, embarrassed him. And that was his introduction to, to the heads of the bulls. But as you see, Kukoc eventually was a, a great factor in the bulls success when Michael Jordan came back. Um, from his pursuit of playing in the major league baseball, Kukoc was ready. He was on that team, and he fit in just like another brother. It was it had nothing to do with Kukoc. Even Scotty said it. It was just management, Jerry Krause, the business. So that's that. But I just thought it was interesting um, that that was brought up. And since I'm bringing up the U.S. A basketball team. It's interesting how Isaiah Thomas and David Robertson was left off of the team. David Robinson, okay, there's like it just wasn't a good fit for him. But Isaiah Thomas, Jordan rules, you're not gonna be on this team. Jordan straight up said, I didn't like him. Isaiah Thomas smiles like, oh, he's the greatest. But Isaiah, he really don't like Jordan. And it's the same way to this day. I mean, but that's basketball. That's 80s, 90s basketball. Rivals, rivals. That's real basketball. Like, yeah, the intensity. I don't like you. You don't like me. On and off the court, let's keep it that way. So not, let's not be buddy-buddy on the USA Olympic team. That wasn't going to happen because Jordan is his airness Isaiah come on the squad. I, Jordan's not playing. And I'm pretty sure the other players probably didn't want Isaiah on the team either because they – between the lines and players they knew exactly what type of guy was he was like, but then again, he wasn't liked by many because of that bad boy reputation. And it's just, you know, not shaking, not shaking the bulls hands, the whole Detroit Piston team walking off the court, poor, 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 poor uh, sportsmanship. But um, that's basketball. And that's the way it is. Um, Something else interesting and I hate to say it about like Tony coach, but before Jordan came back and Col- Tony coach hit that shot against the New York Knicks, and um, Scottie Pippen set out for that final play, you know, you look at the big thing, the big picture. I get it. I mean, it wasn't really about that play. I mean, Jordan was gone, and Scottie was the, was the third best player in the league, if not the second best. He was. A candidate for MVP, then um, I mean, he's he he's not getting the ball on that play, and you 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 can see Phil's perspective because on that same play, um, Kukoc was hitting the shot for for in, in in numerous games, game winners. So they ran a certain sequence to get Kukoc the ball, and he hit it, and Pippen sat on the bench, but. Just 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 the whole situation itself was about the money. It was about the money. You should have paid Pippen his money and it wouldn't have been no issues years ago. The guy gave it his all. But you know, I just I, I, I just like the way that they're highlighting not only Jordan but just other players and the team, the management, even to security, on and off the on and off the court, the media, the relationships. You know, you see uh, Craig Sager interviewing Jordan and way to go, Craig. Just these little shots when Jordan walks away, you know, excuse me, when Jerry Krause walks away during the the tough questioning. I mean, man, we love this. We love this. Um, But Jordan was that guy, man. I mean, he was definitely that guy. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, episodes. Uh, 9 and 10, the finale. I wonder what they're going to highlight. Um, one interesting thing, I was listening to a Chicago-based podcast and uh, Craig Hodges was interviewed. And they asked Craig Hodges about The Last Dance. And I got the sense that Craig Hodges was bitter. But I kind of understand his bitterness in a sense because... Um. Jordan became great and the greatest. He got all the endorsements. Nike, as you see, he's a billionaire, owns the Charlotte Hornets. But while Michael Jordan was becoming great, he had he had to incorporate his players into. Excuse me. He had to, he had he had to he had to, he had, to adapt, he had to adjust his game and go along the lines of Phil Jackson and his philosophy of team first. It's not really no I, 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 me, Jordan, I'm going to take every shot, which he could. He can score 60, do his thing like Kobe could. And Kobe had to do the same thing. And that's what happened before they won these championships. But you look at Craig Hodges and what he was saying, it was like, I was hitting some big shots. Jordan wouldn't be getting these championships if guys like me, Paxson and the Pippins, wasn't hitting these big shots. You know, what about us, you know? And something that I thought was interesting in the interview um, that I heard was when Jordan made the comment, excuse me, he, uh, Craig Hans just talked about Jordan's comments, uh, Republicans buy sneakers too, you know, and Jordan's a basketball guy. In other words, he didn't want to get into the politics, but he's a big voice and he can he can sway votes, you know. He he can really sway votes. And Craig Hodges, you know, he was an activist. I mean, he even wore a, a Daishiki to the to the White House to to meet George Bush, like letting you know I'm for the people and my people. But I sense that didn't really sit well to this day with Craig Hodges about, you know, just Jordan saying, you know, Republicans wear sneakers too, you know even though he made contributions to the Democratic Party and whatnot, Democratic candidate, you know, a lot of people still feel he should have spoke out about racism, injustices, and things that were happening during the 80s and 90s in African American community. Poverty, you know, Jordan, once again, he was a big voice, but that's Jordan. Like, he just wanted to focus on basketball, and I think that he tried to help out African-Americans his way, you know? some, Some athletes, they don't have to be out in the limelight and say, I'm doing this and that for the community. He was a private person in a sense. And I think just people overall wanted him to speak out more. And he chose not to, and he's still the same way today. But I've seen Michael Jordan do things for others that we don't know about. But eventually you hear about Jordan gave a million to this organization or a hundred thousand dollars to this. He does things his way. He's never let anyone dictate who he is, whether it's black, white, Democrat, or Republican, he's his own man. So that's Jordan. And that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed my little, uh, Freestyle talk, you know, once again, I just speak what's on my mind and um, I'm a basketball fanatic, man. I'm just a basketball fanatic and I love the game and this doc series about Michael Jordan and the last dance brings me back to my childhood and I love it. Thank you all for listening to the section podcast. It's been my pleasure saying whatever's on my mind and uh, just making you think. And hopefully you tune in again and subscribe to my page. I love the fact that I have this platform to speak on issues that I enjoy. Number one, basketball, but I'll be talking about other issues as well. As you know, or if you don't know, I do post bonus episodes and they come out once a week or once every other week. But. Those are my business episodes, and in my business episodes, the focus right now is stock and investing. I have a background in stocks and investing, and I'll go further into that in my next bonus episode. However, what you should do is follow my Instagram page, section podcast, and join my list. Just simply DM me. And say, Anthony, I want to be on your list. And once you get on my list, I'm going to start sending you some of my insights on stock picks that I've I've been following for a while. And with my colleagues, we talk about and uh, I put my money down and I make money. That's the name of the game when you invest. So you got to take a risk. And uh, if you want the info, DM me. If not, you might miss the boat. Once the boat sets sails, there ain't no life rafts to come help you out. In other words, you could make some money or you can miss out on an opportunity to make money. But it's up to you. I'm just providing some information. You can take it for what it is. And that's all I got to say. All right. So be safe. Take care. I'll catch you next week on a section podcast. Live your life. I'm out. Peace.